It's a group that spans nearly 20 years in age. Now the youngest of the baby boom generation is well ensconced in middle age. And along with that comes concerns about aging, illness, and losing one's marbles. The story from InfoTrack's Taryn McCall. Taryn? Thanks, Roy. Our next guest on InfoTrack is Barbara Strauch. She's the medical science and health editor at the New York Times and is the author of a book called The Secret Life of the Grown-Up Brain, The Surprising Talents of the Middle-Aged Mind. Barbara, before we start talking brains, let's talk age. What's your definition of middle age? Well, it's a moving target, as we know, as our lifespans increase. And, you know, at the turn of the century, we're, we're living on average of 48, and now it's an average 80, and obviously there are variations in that, and those are averages. But now I'd say we have this span of time in the middle when many, many, many more people are in what's called the modern middle age, and that's about 40 to 65, I'd say. The subtitle of your book is The Surprising Talents of the Middle-Aged Mind. So what are some of the most surprising talents you found? Well, I think, as you mentioned, we're all kind of concerned about losing our marbles. You know, we can't remember where we went to eat or what we had for breakfast or what was that movie we saw, and so we worry. And so I think we all are entering this age with a little bit of concern that maybe we are on our way downhill. And what they find, though, is they actually look into this modern middle age with giant studies whose results are just now coming out and also a lot of brain research that is brand new, they find that actually our powers of thinking in many ways improve in places like reasoning, getting the gist of an argument, seeing the big picture, that kind of thing just continues to develop and it peaks in middle age. A recent study found that when people get past the age of 50, they're generally happier and have less stress and anger than they did in their 20s. What are your thoughts on that? Well, true enough, and I think that that also goes against the stereotypes that we thought. I know I was sort of raised or thought, you know, I read John Updike, I thought maybe middle age would be horrible and kind of a depressed time of empty nests and midlife crises. And again, what they find when they study these large populations of people going through the more modern middle age, they find that actually the sense of well-being increases and sometimes peaks as late as 65. And the brain researchers are finding, too, that our brains actually reorganize themselves on a subconscious level and actually respond more to the positive than the negative as we age. You also wrote a book about teenage brains called The Primal Teen. So what kind of things does a middle-aged brain do better than a younger brain? Oh, everything. No. (laughs) I think in the uh, teenage brain, you have a brain that is developing, and what they're developing is part of the brain, the prefrontal cortex, right behind our foreheads. That's the frontal lobes we've heard about, and that's the part that helps us focus and see the consequences of our actions and actually plan ahead and come to solutions about big problems. And that's the part that's still under development in adolescence, and I think we know the consequences of that. And in middle age, we're very good at actually seeing the consequences of actions. We have a lot of assumptions about the world that have built up inside our brains, and we know really how to get from A to B. We know how to solve problems, and that's really, I think, a much better brain, actually, in middle age for that kind of thing. We hear about activities that you can do to keep your mind sharp. What do you think about things like crossword puzzles or learning a foreign language or learning a musical instrument when you're middle-aged? Well, they're all fine, but we've moved way beyond that, actually. In middle age, our brains are on the cusp. There's more variability in middle age, and what we do in middle age with our brains actually can have an impact as to how they are in old age. And so what we want to do is make them work really, really hard. 
crossword puzzles are fine, but they really want you to get out of your comfort zone and do things that aren't just retrieving knowledge that you already know. Foreign language is good. Exercise is fabulous for your brain. Our brains are much more like the heart, and they need oxygen. And they do need to work very hard. So you want to get that frontal cortex in shape and keep it going. What was the most surprising thing you learned about the middle-aged brain? Well, I think given the fact that we all have these senior moments or whatever, I was surprised that our powers of inductive reasoning, for instance, continue to improve. And I think on the one hand, it was a surprise. On the other hand, when I thought about it and actually talked to people who are middle-aged, just like me and have middle-aged brains, that we somehow know this, that our brains are navigating the world pretty well, but we don't really appreciate it. And so I think that surprised me and made me rethink how I think about my own brain, actually. Barbara Strauch, author of The Secret Life of the Grown-Up Brain, The Surprising Talents of the Middle-Aged Mind. Barbara, do you have a website? I do. It's grownupbrainoneword.com. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm Taryn McCall for InfoTrack. There's more InfoTrack ahead right here on TalkZone, so stay tuned. Our previous broadcasts are archived right here on TalkZone for 24-7 on-demand listening. If there's a topic or guest you'd like to hear on the show, contact us. We welcome your feedback and suggestions. We can't respond on the air to emails, but we read everything you send us and value your input. So don't go away. More InfoTrack comes your way right after this on TalkZone.com. <laughs> 